Thanks so much for listening. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, which is Coda Luna and their baby keepsake castle. I personally just put all of my baby's memorabilia into these little keepsake castle boxes and they are so adorable functional. And if you really love organization, then you're really going to love this keepsake box. So not only is it a keepsake box, but it also includes a baby book and it has space for capturing all of the milestones of your baby's early years. And then the keepsake box itself stores all of the memorabilia that you want to keep. So baby's first socks and pacifier and the little hat that they wore when they came home from the hospital. So this keepsake castle with the baby memory book is more than just an organizational product. It's a gateway to preserving the remarkable journey of new parenthood. So take a moment to visit keepsakecastle.com today and embark on creating a lasting legacy of love and nostalgia. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. This episode is special for me because I had the chance to interview my chiropractor, Dr. Pam Stone. Dr. Pam owns a family wellness chiropractic practice in Kennesaw, Georgia, and is certified in the Webster Technique, which we're going to talk about in today's episode. Dr. Stone is DACCP certified, and she's also an instructor for the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, ICPA, teaching perinatal care with Webster Technique certification to chiropractors across the country. In this episode, Dr. Pam talks about the benefits of chiropractic care during pregnancy, and I share a little bit about my experience receiving this care during my second pregnancy. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Dr. Pam, how are you? Hi, Amanda. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. You're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So we are going to be talking about chiropractic care during pregnancy and after, um, specifically about the Webster technique. But before we get into the details, will you give us a little bit of background about you and how you got into chiropractic care? Oh, goodness. Um, well, I've been a chiropractor for 21 years. I was in corporate America for eight years. Long story short, started getting headaches, went to a chiropractor, basically changed my life um, because I, I don't want to say I learned about the real story about chiropractic, but I learned about wasn't about pain, that it was about health and function and performance and more or less quit my job, moved to Atlanta, went to chiropractic school, and here I am. Um, started working for another chiropractor right out of school, and he was like, hey, I need you to take care of all the kids and pregnant women. And I had already had that interest, um, but that's when it really developed is starting with him. And then a year later, I opened up my own business. So just been really focused on prenatal care and perinatal care and children really for the past 19 plus 20 years. So. Wow. Well, and to give full disclosure to all listeners, Dr. Pam is my chiropractor, and I found her when I was pregnant with my second child, uh, started seeing her around 20 weeks, I think it was, um, because I had learned a lot of benefits about the Webster technique specifically, and um, you were highly recommended in my community. And so, and I understand why now, because you were fantastic. I mean, I think I'll talk about this later about what I experienced in my second pregnancy and differences that I noticed. But um, before I go into a little bit about my experience, will you explain what is the Webster technique? 
the Webster technique is really, it's an analysis and an adjustment for, for anybody, but it's mostly used on pregnant women. And it's really designed to create balance in a pregnant person's body, balancing off the bones, muscles, and ligaments. And I always like to say it's something that creates a really good environment for the baby to be in. Because if the baby's in a good environment, generally the pregnancy is more comfortable, shorter labor, less discomfort. So it's really an analysis and adjustment for you know, for anybody, but mostly it's used on pregnant women. And it's all about creating that balance and uh, making it as great an experience as possible for, for women. Wonderful. Thanks for that explanation. Two years ago, I was um, asked by the ICPA, which is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, to take over and start teaching the class. So right now, I'm also traveling around the country teaching perinatal chiropractic care um, to chiropractors around the country and also having them get certified and teaching them the Webster technique and certifying them in the, the technique and the analysis, because I think it's really important to make sure you're seeing somebody who is Webster certified. <laughs> so thank you. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so what are the benefits of having chiropractic care when you're pregnant? There's, there's a couple different benefits. I mean, you know, people, some people go to chiropractors when they're pregnant because they're in pain. They've got sciatica, low back pain. And a lot of times that can help decrease the discomfort somebody is experiencing um, or even reduce the frequency and the intensity because most people are going to have discomfort because their, their body's going to change and their belly's going to get bigger as the pregnancy goes on. But I think the biggest benefit is really all about the baby and it's providing that good environment for the baby to be in. So the baby's able to move around a lot more um, in utero and it really can help prevent dystocia, which is like a difficult labor. So when you're adjusting somebody who's pregnant, you're going to, one of the goals is really just to create that balance. And so you're making it a better experience. So generally speaking, if you can reduce the chances of dystocia, the woman's going to have a better overall pregnancy, labor, birth experience. So Benefits can be the pain relief, but for me, it's more like the experience for the mom and just better breathing and better moving around and just better labor and better um, pregnancy as well, pregnancy and birth. So, Yeah, thank you. What are some of the, um, the correlations between chiropractic care under a Webster certified chiropractor and labor and birth? So, I mean, studies will show that women who are going undergoing chiropractic care for a Webster doctor are generally going to have about, on average, five hours shorter labor. Um, and that's an older study. There really haven't been a whole lot newer ones since then. But my experience personally, just firsthand knowledge is, yes, it absolutely can reduce the labor time. So instead of that 36-hour, 24-hour labor, it generally can be faster. And it's really all about because the baby's in a better position the woman's pelvis, you know, the pregnant lady's pelvis or sacrum isn't stuck. So when she goes into labor, everything in a sense opens up equally and the baby has a better way to descend down the birth canal. So that's one of really the biggest benefits is they're going to experience just a better overall and shorter labor. I mean, and we hear it all the time. I and mean, every once in a while you have the people who have the longer labors and they're in labor for days. But if you can reduce that, then it's going to be much less stress on the baby. The baby's not going to have, in a sense, birth trauma from being pushed for hours or stuck or anything like that. So it's really, to me, it's really important. I'm, yes, I'm very biased, but really important to go to somebody who really knows what they're doing in terms of taking care of pregnant women, because it's not like, it's just very different. It's very specific, just like anybody else, anybody else, you're, you're going to go to a OB when you're pregnant, you're not going to go to a cardiologist or an endocrinologist or a neurologist. You should really go to somebody who's really specifically trained in prenatal care. Yeah. Thank you. 
What about for babies that are breech? That is something that's kind of floating around in the ether of like, oh, if I have a breech baby and I want them to flip, I should start going to see a chiropractor. Can you talk about that? Yeah, and that's one of the things that chiropractic, uh, the Webster technique was started years, 30 years ago, um, and they found that, hey, if we're starting adjusting somebody, the babies tend to go head down. So initially it was like, oh, it's this breech turning technique, which is really incongruent. It's philosophically, politically, and you know, just incorrect. That's not what it's about because it's about adjusting people throughout the whole pregnancy. But if a baby is breech and you do start doing the Webster technique and you're creating you know, again, it's creating that environment in the baby. If the woman's pelvis is stuck and there's a lot of torsion and rotation in her pelvis and ultimately the uterus, then the baby's going to get in the best position possible for that baby. And a lot of times that is a breech position because they're like, oh, I have no room. So when you start adjusting and you do the Webster and you create less torsion on the uterus and less better movement in the uh, pelvis, then the baby's like, oh, cool. I can now start doing what I want to do. And if the head down position is right, the baby's going to be flipping to that head down position. Now it doesn't always work, but um, that's the reason people say, hey, go to a chiropractor if the baby's breached because you're creating that environment for the baby to be in and it's less stress and less torsion in the uterus. So the baby tends to be like, okay, thanks. I'm no longer squished. I have now have the ability and room to move into a head down position. So that's where people say, oh, the baby's breached. We're going to go to a chiropractor. But to me, it's so much more than that. <laughs> but it can be very effective whether the baby's breached or whether the baby's posterior or even transverse. So it's really all about adjusting the sacrum, adjusting the pelvis and creating good environment in the mom for the baby to be where the baby's supposed to be. That totally makes sense. Thank you. And the same can be true for um, baby's position overall. So sometimes babies are um, in what's called occiput posterior position where they're, or sunny side up is kind of the, the layman's term, where baby's face is kind of facing towards mom's belly button. And the more ideal position is for them to be occiput anterior so that their face is facing um, the pregnant person's back. And there's even more specific terminology about it, about like whether they're facing towards the right or the left. And, um, and so if you hear terms like left occiput anterior, um, that just really has to do with which way the, the baby is facing. And if anyone has trouble remembering like all those terms, my uh, little saying that I have made up to remember it is um, the best position for baby to be in is left occiput anterior. So LOA. And I say LOA is a-okay. <laughs> That's great. That's a good way to remember it. I like that. Yeah. For my experience, for instance, um, I started seeing you around 20 weeks and went weekly. And then I think every other week and then towards the very end, I went every week. Um, and my son, he did, he would flip flop between posterior and anterior and he was head down, thankfully, but he would just do this kind of dance. He was very active. He moved a ton. And I, I mean, towards the end of my pregnancy, one of the things that, that, you know, I kept talking to you about when I was really focused on was getting him in that LOA, A-okay position, um, facing towards my back. And, and honestly, he was even facing posterior while I was in labor. Um, but with the fact that uh, my alignment, my posture was in an optimal position that gave him, I believe, enough room and space to then turn during labor with contractions. And he was born in the most typical position with um, his head not facing up, but down uh, or towards the back. 
And, um, and another thing that was important was you weren't just adjusting me, we would have conversations about my posture and baby's position. And you recommended certain spinning babies exercises. Like you had handouts in your office about, okay, these are the spinning babies website is awesome. There's a lot of info, but here's what I want you to focus on specifically. Can you talk about the integrated care that you provide, the holistic care that you provide for pregnant women? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you're, you're spot on. I mean, that baby should be, ideally wants to be in that left occiput anterior position. And that's because of how the uterus contraction, how it rotates and how the baby will shift. And I always want to remember that the baby is smarter than anybody. They know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So that's why that you said they shift left and right and left and right. And they're just kind of shifting to get in that ideal position. But if they're not in that ideal position, then it tends to be the longer labor. And that's where spinning babies is a fantastic resource. And so we always work with the spinning babies, tell them to go to the website um, and doing the exercises on their own because labor is something like we said, you know, it's you're going into labor and you need to be prepared, whether it's emotionally, physically. So um, anything that can help get the baby in the better position physically that the mom is supposed to be doing. So one of the reasons that babies a lot of times are posterior these days is because the woman could be subluxated, her pelvis could be really stuck, but also people are sitting a lot. And when I say these days, I don't mean the past year and a half, I mean the past 20 years of a lifetime of sitting in classrooms and then sitting in cars and sitting, sitting, sitting. So we're creating a really reduced environment. So the baby tends to go in that posterior position versus a woman being upright and, you know, really moving her body in the right posture to encourage that baby to be in that LOA position. So, you know, because we sit and then we go home at night and we lay on the couch and or recliner, and that can tend to put that baby in that backwards, you know, posterior position. So yes, we do give the handouts and encourage that postural stuff to help encourage the baby to get in that LOA position. But if their pelvis is not moving and they're really stuck and restricted, then the baby may go there, but it may shift just back to that posterior because that's what's best for them at that moment in time. So for my perspective, um, a couple of things that you mentioned that are uh, can be correlated and as a, a benefit to chiropractic care during pregnancy is reduced uh, pain or aches and pains. I definitely experienced that. That's what got me into your office in the first place is just some um, uncomfortable symptoms that I was experiencing. And I definitely noticed that they were greatly reduced um, after I started to go see you. And then the biggest thing for me that I noticed was the reduction in um, amount of time that I spent in labor. So of course now to be completely fair, this was my second baby. And there is a correlation between reduced labor time with a second or subsequent baby versus a first time mom having a baby. So there's that. But also, I mean, the reduction in time that I had was like crazy. I my with my daughter, I was in labor for like 48 hours, like 48 to 50 hours, something like that. And with my son, it was 12 hours. And I mean, and and like Active labor was, let's see, I think I went into like true active labor around eight o'clock at night and he was born at 3.15. So yeah. Um, and I think that's a testament to just you knowing, you preparing yourself and you knowing more about, or even any second time mom knowing more about what to expect, but also you know, the adjustments are so critical and just everything, everything moving better. So the labor happens faster. I, I definitely agree. So um, any um, recommendations as far as how to 
find a Webster certified chiropractor. Yeah, I mean, really the top place is the ICPA's website, which is ICPA for kids, the number four K-I-D-S dot um, org. And there's a directory on there, or you can just go to WebsterCertified.org because that will link it over there and do a directory and search for somebody. Um, you just type in the zip code. And then after that, I usually like, I may contact the chiropractor or, or look around or even ask within your organization, but that's somebody who's really taken the time and knows exactly what they're doing or hopefully knows what they're doing. Um, to me, that's the first place is to find somebody who's Webster certified because you don't want to, I would say, you don't want to just go to any doctor when you're pregnant. You want to go to an OB or a midwife. You really should try to seek that out for chiropractic care. And if someone's getting adjusted now and they're pregnant and their doctor doesn't know Webster, um, it's great if they switch to someone else and then go back to that doctor to, after that. Um, so, and one thing I wanted to quickly add is a lot of these, the Webster certified doctors will have special tables and special pillows. So the person can go on their belly the whole pregnancy. Um, cause a lot of times people are like, Oh, I don't want to squish the baby. I don't want to hurt the baby, but it's like, well, the baby's in the amniotic fluid. And if you have the equipment, if there's a chiropractor who has a special equipment, the, the pillows and the table, then someone can go, um, on their belly, the entire pregnancy. And they're only on their belly for a few minutes, um, as you're doing the adjustment, but yeah, it can be that's why it's important to find somebody who knows, who really knows what they're doing, any kind of advanced um, training in it too. So, yeah, that's a great point. Cause I wondered the same thing. Cause when I went to first start seeing you, my belly wasn't that big. So it wasn't like a huge concern, but then I saw you all the way up until like days before he was born. And I was, I did the adjustments on the table on my belly, but you had these great pillows that had like a, a cutout. And so I would just use the pillows. And as my belly got bigger, more pillows. That's right. <laughs> So it was uh, completely comfortable and I was never concerned about being squished or anything. Um, and, and, uh, yeah. We had people who come in with twins and I mean, I've got three sets of pillows. So it's technically six pillows. And I don't think I've ever gone more than two pillows, even with the moms who have twins because, you know, it just works. So <laughs> the pillows work. But sometimes people get afraid they're squishing the baby or it's like, no, if you, that's why it's so important to go to somebody who really has that equipment and the knowledge and the expertise and the experience in it. So, cause it, it's just, it can be a world of difference. So, yeah. So one last thing that I wanted to touch on, cause a lot of people don't know that this is available and there's a lot, there's a lot of misconceptions and worries and concerns about chiropractic care for babies and for infants. So um, is that a separate certification from Webster to be trained to adjust babies? Generally, yes. I mean, Webster is the the perinatal um, adjustment and perinatal care, but part of it is we talk about prenatal um, and the ICPA has a whole other certification on pediatric care. Um, and that's called, the letters are CACCP or DACCP. So it's just an additional certification in taking care of pregnant women, but I mean, excuse me, taking care of babies. But you got to think of like, if you went, you said 48 hour labor, it's like, well, that baby is going through 48 hours of stress on their neck and their head. And people who say, oh, I pushed for three hours. It's like, oh my gosh, that's bad. But what about the baby? You know, what did, what did the baby go through? Um, and that's why we always recommend having the babies be checked right after birth because it can, it's very gentle. It's very soft. It's nothing like adjusting adults. Um, and it can make a difference, you know, be taking the stress away from that baby, what the baby went through during the birth process. So, but yeah, it is additional, it is additional training and certification, but generally speaking, he's trained in Webster usually knows it's, you know, it goes with it. It's kind of like salt and pepper. They go together. You know, you have to learn, you know, how to take care of the babies as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
can you talk about some of the, you touched on it, but can you talk about some of the misconceptions of um, infant pediatric chiropractic care and what it really is like? I mean, people get afraid because they see these crazy videos on TikTok or YouTube or like, you know, crack, crack, crack. And infant adjustment is nothing like that. I mean, generally speaking, you're using your hand. I do a lot of just cranial sacral work. So you're using your finger, your thumb, um, index finger, whatever it is. And I would say it's equivalent to touching um, a tomato or like trying to find the ripeness of a tomato or the ripeness of an avocado. You know, you're just squishing that a little bit. You could say, you're, you know, put your finger over your eye, like close your eyes, and that's the amount of pressure you're using. So it's a very gentle pressure. But if you're doing it at the wrong place or the wrong direction or whatever, it may not be as effective. And that's where it's like the analysis of figuring out, okay, is it the left side or right side and their sacrum and their cranium or their atlas, which is the upper part of the neck. So it's nothing, you know, sometimes it looks boring because you're just really gentle contact, but babies can melt right into it because they feel that stress. They don't have 30 years of neck tension and stress um, you know, built up in them. So the adjustments can be very, very gentle and very, very specific. So again, just if they're thinking, oh, you're going to get in there and, you know, crack a baby's neck, it's nothing, it's nothing like that. And you never hear noises, you know, for adjusting a child, an infant, or even a child or a toddler. So it can be very different. And what are the benefits? The benefits are just taking the stress off of their body, um, and helping them adapt to, in a sense, I would say adapt to the world better, because if they've gone through, two hours or three hours or whatever of pushing, um, that can cause a tremendous amount of stress in their neck. And so when you start adjusting them, they just, they breastfeed typically much better. So moms will come in and they're like, oh, my baby's not latching on. And it's not always the mom's fault. Sometimes it's the baby's fault. Um, you know, they can't open their mouth or have difficulty latching or with colic. A lot of times colicky babies have neck problems, but they don't know how to say that. You know, it's like a whiplash in a baby because of the birth process. So just doing the very gentle adjustments can really reduce the stress on the baby, um, you know, anything from that colicky to ear infections, breastfeeding, things like that. Those are the things people get results for. So we're not taking care of those conditions. You're taking care of the baby. But if the baby is able to adapt better and function in their life better, those are the symptoms that start to decrease once you start working with them. Um, but it is the biggest thing is it's very gentle. People get so afraid of other kind of tension and that's not what it's about. So, well, thank you. If uh, folks are interested in finding out more about chiropractic care. I know you already gave uh, the website for whether it can find a Webster certified chiropractor, but um, any recommendations on where they can find out more information? And also if they're interested in following you, where can they find you? Well, our, our Facebook page and our Instagram is active life chiropractor with a T-O-R because there's a lot of other active life chiropractics around. Um, so they could certainly find us, follow us there. Um, I don't have a TikTok page yet. I don't know if I want to get one. Um, but you know, the ICPA really has a great resource. I mean, discoverhealth.org is another website that it kind of links to. And that's, we say it's the layperson website. This is the website for people to go to, to find chiropractors or learn more about, um, you know, perinatal and infant care, uh, discover, um, excuse me, pathways magazine is another great website. Um, all articles on health and chiropractic and taking care of babies and more of the natural holistic side of it, which is what a lot of people want these days. Sometimes it's hard to find them, but that's one of the best places people to go to. And then really the ICP and just talking to other moms in their community and hopefully finding somebody who, you know, knows what likes their chiropractor and knows what they're doing. And the other thing is 
you know, ideally going their entire pregnancy. I mean, sometimes people wait until the end and that's not always the best thing is that they really should be getting adjusted throughout their whole pregnancy, just like you're preparing your body for anything, preparing your mind, preparing your body, you know, not waiting for the baby to be breached to do it ahead of time. But well, thank you so much. I have loved our conversation and I really think that this helps get the the info out there. Um, and I'm going to link to everything that you mentioned in the show notes. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're doing a great job and making a difference with the people you're reaching to. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you liked the episode and would like to hear more, please follow Finding Your Village wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, I have a brand new website that not only includes past podcast episodes, but also features the Birthing from Within birth preparation classes that I'm now teaching online. Please check out the site at www.findingyourvillage.com and feel free to connect with me via Instagram at findingyourvillage. Thank you so much and stay safe, healthy, and connected. 